You're listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, the uplifting, tongue-in-cheek podcast where we chat to British comedy's funniest females in an attempt to cheer up and entertain the nation in these uncertain times. And here's your host, Alexis Strong. Hello. It's day 32 billion and whatever of lockdown. Yay. Um, hope you're all well and not crawling the walls too much. Um, an exclusive news update for you. I just broken my toe very stupidly this week. Total COVID yet. Um, so no more stilettos on the daily walk, sadly. <laughs> and no more Joe Wicks workout. Yes. So yeah, silver linings and all that. I did actually apologise to the lovely nurse for not having painted my toenails or shaved my legs. And uh, yeah, she was she was amazing. She said this week's actually been toe week and they've seen an unprecedented rise in toe injuries for some weird reason. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. The hospital were amazing. They took my temperature as I went in as a precaution. Everything was clean. They had masks and gloves on and it just blew my mind. It goes without saying that all of us have many, many reasons to thank the NHS this week. So anyways, on to today's show. Well, this is actually the very first Funny Women Survival Guide podcast that we recorded, but obviously we're completely out of order, well out of order. We don't, we, we don't put these out in order for various reasons, technical mainly. Um, so we did this a few weeks ago and it holds a really special place in my heart. This is the first time we did this and we still, Lynn and I were like, oh, I don't know, is anyone going to listen? Does anyone care? Do we care? Um, so, yeah, thank you for, for our guests on this one. This is Harriet Brain and Suze Kempner. And they were our funny women guinea pigs, if you like. But I think you'd agree with me. It's a great show. And uh, Lynn Parker's on to, to bring it to the party. And, yeah, foil metallic curtains are a worthy panic buy, as you will find out. Thank you for joining me. So Hello. today we've got Woo. Lynn. Hi. Hi, Lynn. Funny women. Harriet Brain. Hello. Hi, Harriet. And Suze Kempner. Hello. Hello. And we've got cats and animals, other animals and friends and children, all in the mix. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> all, all, so, suitably, all suitably six feet away from us, I might add. Yeah. I thought you were going to say six feet under then. I'm working on that. <laughs> How is everyone? This is my first question. I mean, it's it's a kind of odd. In in other circumstances, asking everyone how they are means nothing, and we really don't care about the answer. And we usually say, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." But how is everyone? How are you all? All right, to be honest. Yeah, I'm 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 used to this new normal already. This is good. I think so yeah, I I figured like um I I figured that it will be over eventually. Harriet, you um oh no, I was just you know waiting. Waiting till Susan finished. Uh, <laughs> You're so polite. <laughs> Excellent podcast etiquette. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to practice. I'm doing three other podcast recordings this week, so that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. I'm on oh. my second of the day. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I feel left out. This is only my first. Just some we can just chat on the line, Lynn, for another ten hours. Yes. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Content, content, content. Um, <laughs> I'm all right. Yes. I mean, this is. I think I'm enjoying it in some ways and not enjoying it in other ways. Uh, I really did like sort of last week because I needed a holiday. I like I felt mm-hmm. like I, I needed a holiday. Um, so I 
I, I sort of embraced it and had a nice sunny time. Didn't go out very much, but went out enough to sort of keep sane. Um, whereas I think for the next month or so, I don't really know. I don't really know how I'm gonna how I'm gonna live. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying the company I'm with, luckily. Um, no murders yet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so far so good. And, Lynn, how are you feeling today? Um, I think I've hit a bit of a hump day, and I'm sorry for my okay. croaky voice because I've actually – I have no way of knowing, but I mm. think I did have a little bit of the dose of COVID. So um, I've I've gone up and down and I, fit, I think a lot of us who've been trying to keep things going and businesses going, last week I think we were all kind of like, yeah, let's do this. Whereas this week I think it feels like a bit of a huge mountain to climb this week and, I'm, and everyone's a little bit twitchy and edgy and it's, it's hard. You know, I'm trying to keep my elderly mum cheerful, my yeah. kids, kids cheerful and of course the the team that work with me I mean everyone's quite worried and frightened at the moment not just because of COVID-19. We've got some funny women on this uh I was going to say this call because actually for people that are listening we're also able to see each other and unfortunately yeah. you are not blessed with this experience no. um uh but they you guys can see my roots um I've also grown some new hairs on my face not here <laughs> oh yes um but how are we, um, are you finding that the fact that you're comedians is helping you? Are you noticing that with your friends who are non-funny people or not comedians, are you noticing that you're able to cope a little bit better? Because now I don't, because I live outside London, because now I'm not having to travel into London for, um, you know, sort of three and a half, four hours of commuter time, four times a week, um, I'm, I'm sort of using that time to make like, vast quantities of content now it's all very quantity over quality <laughs> but it does exist <laughs> some of it is brilliant Sue. some of it's brilliant some of, some of it's all right <laughs> i enjoyed your I um the extenders uh, do you oh, want to talk about a little bit about that and then we'll great. we'll see how harriet's using yeah. to cope as well but tell us a little bit about the extenders spoof project that you're ba- working well on. basically EastEnders is the best TV show ever made. It sort of goes Sopranos, Breaking Bad, EastEnders. And um, because of that, uh, when they went, well, we can't keep making it because we've got going to lockdown. So we're now going to go down for two episodes a week for the foreseeable. I went, within about 45 seconds, went, I'm going to make my own episode of EastEnders. <laughs> so I've got various comedians from the circuit. I'm I'm writing to them going, hi, can you just film yourself for like a minute doing something that in, in the style of this character? And then I've been making my own series called EastEnders Lockdown using my own green screen and my Doc Cotton voice. So, And Harriet, how are you finding that comedy is getting you through? Um, well, I've been doing a few sort of strange but kind of wonderful live live gigs on Facebook live and things like that um which have actually been really fun I mean sort of similar audiences that I would get on an average (laughs) in a real pub context sort of between 20 and 30 people and uh it's just (laughs) it's just been all right actually and then so yeah performing hasn't completely gone away which I was worried about um but the writing has sort of carried on as normal because I've I've had to write uh a lot of material for this other podcasts that I do um yeah well oh, yeah all right Harriet. it's called the design spark podcast and it's me Beck Hill and Dr Lucy Rogers uh and Beck Hill and Dr Lucy Rogers are both 
absolutely amazing and so I've sort of tag, tag, tagged yeah. along um to write some historical and musical content for the podcast so it's brilliant because it's exactly what I want to write but within like a really nice neat six episode thing where I have to do it and so I'm doing it and it's it's all right yeah. and so that'll be coming out in well whenever we can get it edited by but it's going to be really different this time because we usually have a live audience not this time obviously and we're going to be doing it like this gotcha. um, okay on Squadcast so yeah well you, you can listen when it comes out and see how terrible it is what I think is really good is um Harriet and Suze have, have taken the initiative here and there's it sounds like there's a lot more control in what you're doing are you finding that you have more control over the output that you're creating at the moment not really but I, yeah, I, know, okay. I, I, <laughs> I don't know I, I, I kind of I've never really thought about it in that in that way before I mean it might change um but I I've I've kind of enjoyed because I'm not writing a show this year um I've kind of enjoyed doing these other things like the Design Spark podcast where I have to write about something um, I wouldn't have thought of myself. Uh, otherwise, I think if you're... Because I would really struggle to write in these circumstances anyway because I don't really write about myself anyway. And when you're only right. with yourself for... Or like, you know... And I don't want really want to write tons and tons of songs about Seb, my boyfriend, because I think that would be sad. Um <laughs> But that might give him false illusions of himself as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've already done enough paintings of him. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, oh, I don't know. I, do, I don't know how I would deal with having to sort of just come up with stuff from nothing. So it's good to have like a structure to what I'm writing at the moment, mm -hmm. thanks to the podcast. So that's good. Whereas on the other hand, Suze, you're, you're sort of, you know, taking the bull by the horns and creating your own content. Does that feel scary to you to to just go off and do that? What motivated you to do that? At first, I went, oh, brilliant. I could just put out a video every day. And there's people who are home and actually want to watch it. Like the first EastEnders thing I put out has been out for about a week. And it's on uh, about 11,000 views. So wow, um, I went, yeah, oh, so good. and now I'm committed to making two of these <laughs> things a week. <laughs> And and, I, and we're like and I went. I'll put them out on Thursdays and Fridays when the missing EastEnders episodes would normally air. And now I'm like, right. oh god, it's Wednesday night, and I've got to make two of these, <laughs> and trying to organise oh, other comedians so and record bits. But um, I'm thinking of changing the days I put them out. Maybe Wednesdays and Saturdays. So, but like, I'm already going. Oh god, it's Monday. So by tomorrow, I've got to decide. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know why I, yeah. I don't know. I'm recording three podcasts today um I, I've got to make a video for some other thing t tonight after the last podcast like I'm really busy and it's annoying <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making any money <laughs> I, I well, do yeah, that is a problem <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, and we'll get to that in a second definitely because that's obviously for our um our industry that's a really yeah. big issue yeah but I was just going to say Suze I wonder if you know do, do you think on some level you putting all these deadlines on yourself and all of this um pressure is actually a perhaps a coping mechanism in some ways oh it definitely is yeah yeah <laughs> um, I went I went ah I can finally relax I'm extremely busy <laughs> and I right. keep in yoga like I hate it when I'm doing it because physical exercise is awful but well, after you've done it you <laughs> go ah. 
Yoga's deceptive, isn't it? Because they go like, oh, it's really centering and relaxing. And my friend Joe, who teaches it, who I've been doing his classes via Zoom, he said like, there's nothing relaxing about yoga. People are lying to you if they say it's <laughs> relaxing. You're not doing it right if you're relaxed. No, it's really <laughs> difficult. Oh. That certainly, as Harriet brought up the the topic, money is an issue, and I oh, think yeah. for that's what it's I think all about. for a lot of people. Well, I I wouldn't say it's what it's all about. But I would say for a lot of people in our industry who all of a sudden have had you know the rug pulled from completely from beneath them, and I do really sympathise with people who were in shows, for example, um, West End shows that they oh, yeah. anticipated six months contract, year contract, oh, no, and then so suddenly bad. you've got nothing. And I think that is part of the I think the desperation that I I personally feel whenever I go on social media I feel this pressure and desperation to get content out to be doing something Mm. to be signed up to everything I mean I have a daughter young daughter um there's a lot of competition about what homework apps are you Mm. doing what you you know it's not just if it was only just about getting content out that's one thing but I think there is we're sort of jostling and trying to find our place in society as it exists now at the moment and that's very very hard I think that brings a lot of anxiety um and I just wanted to find out Harriet Seuss is um obviously uh, there's not as much work now but how is how is the financial side of things affecting you are you are you coping are you would you feel embarrassed to say if you're not how do you feel about how do you feel about the financial side of things at the moment it's a really good question um, about sort of how you'd feel about admitting these things. And I think that also that goes for so many aspects of it as well, like admitting that you're not coping in this, um, like what Lynn was saying, in this sort of new atmosphere of absurd sort of um, <laughs> online con- competition and things like that. Um, and I, I have always had this attitude of sort of, I haven't really ever been hugely into social media at all so I feel like I've always sort of quite easily just sat back and ignored that um probably to the detriment of my uh, comedy career <laughs> but um it's actually been really good because it means I can I can ignore it now like I have done in the past and also I'm really lucky that I don't rely on comedy for my income like it's a really important it's a really important part of my income and I will you know I will have a lot less money than I did last quarter, for for example. Um, but I'd say two thirds of my income are my are my day job. Um, mm. So I'm I feel really really lucky. Uh, and so far, they haven't stopped our salaries yet. Okay. Uh, what, do you mind if if I ask what you do in your day job? Yeah, I work in a in a library in a museum. Okay. Um, so it's sort of not big bucks, but it's very nice. And uh, there's, it's such a nice sort of pragmatic group of people. Like they've handled the crisis like extremely well. Mm. Um, and the museum as a whole has handled it really well. Uh, and we're, again, an institution that doesn't rely solely on uh, ticket, sale, ticket sales and things like that. We've got, you know, huge donors and things like that, which, you know, most national museums do. And yeah. you know, government m- money and everything like that. So for the time being, we're actually a group of, like a really lucky group. Um, again, like we would, everything's changing every sort of couple of days, but we're hoping to be back to work in May. And I was going in, I was going in, uh, you know, up until right the last minute when we couldn't anymore. So, which yeah. was good because I think 
I don't deal very well well with doing nothing. <laughs> mm. um, like I really, I've wanted to t- talk to sort of full-time comedians to sort of find out what they do during the day. <laughs> um, well, hopefully we'll find out on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And it turns out it's making EastEnders parodies, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> so, yeah, My mum loved it. I, I, it's really, really funny. I love it. I, I do I do already follow you on Twitter, Suze. And, um, oh. no, you're very funny. And I, I always you. enjoy your tweets. Very refreshing. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 yeah, how are you coping with, um, with the financial, financial aspect of burden it? Burden or aspect, yeah. Yeah, going back, God, it feels like months ago, but it would only be sort of two weeks ago. Suddenly... Right up until two weeks ago, I was still gigging fairly normally yeah, and thinking, same. all right, well, maybe the gigs will continue and or maybe a few will get cancelled. And then like a run of, um, like, I had a, a run of gigs hosting um, in Covent Garden that was going to be for the next three months and all of them cancelled all of a sudden. And I yeah. went, and you suddenly, you count on your fingers, you go, well, that was, that was going to pay for this 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 and this and now it's yeah. gone it's just gone like that was going to pay for the whole of edinburgh and now it's gone oh, well i think edinburgh is now gone too <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to take a year off everybody but i yeah no, I, I feel so smug that i had decided to do that <laughs> like, anyway like back back in the autumn i was like oh no i'm not gonna do Edinburgh. Uh, I, can't, I can't bear the thought and yeah. now I, I think everything's getting cancelled i'm like <laughs> yeah way ahead of you well we hadn't been we hadn't got our um venue offer so it just uh so we're just fortunately haven't yeah. paid anything out gotcha. so oh, yeah but, but i mean the reality is that about 25 30 funny women gigs have just gone but I no. think this is the true this is the true test of human nature yeah. and actually how people are responding. I'm fascinated by that anyway. I'm really fascinated by um I, I have PTSD right. and I'm really fascinated by how we're gonna kind of become a nation, oh. well I've got a global um pandemic of trauma informed people, mm, you know, the, the amount true. of trauma that everybody's going through. And, you know, sometimes I think there are days when I think, oh, God, it's so hard for me because I've got a daughter, da, 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 I'm on my own. But equally, it's very hard for um, people who are in relationships. Perhaps that relationship was already suffering mm. from some sort of difficulty and now you're stuck with this person. Every oh, single yeah. person is going through some form of, of trauma or anxiety at the moment. Um, but I, I think it's interesting, um, Harriet, just to pick up on something you mentioned about um you know, it's fine to take a year off. And I know you said that kind of glibly, but <laughs> but how do, how does it feel to take the potential of six months to a year off? You know, what does that mean for you to take a six month? I don't sabbatical? know. Mm. I don't know. Um, it's the, I yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the main answer is I don't know what's going to happen or how I'm going to feel about it in the long term because um, I, I get very bored very quickly you know sometimes I, I'll, ha- I'll have a weekend where I don't have any gigs for example and I'll just be like going spare um but that would you know that was obviously before these times um and now it's sort of become it does you do get used to it so I imagine I'll just continue getting used to it um but yeah the idea of having of six months of this I don't know I mean the longest time I was ever unemployed like before I started doing comedy or anything like that um was maybe five months uh after graduating 
trying to find a job. But even then I was probably even busier than I am with a job because it was so hard to find it. Like I was constantly, constantly searching for work. Yeah. Searching, constantly volunteering places, constantly talking, like making new friends, making new contacts. Um, so, but that's the kind of time scale. And that seemed like a really long time. Uh, that those sort of five months of, of looking for work and the idea of people having to do that in the middle of all this and beyond it's really, really hard to... I don't think to... any of us... I think that's the big, biggest problem with it all is the uncertainty. I think, um, Suze, your approach is, is you're very much in a schedule. You're busying yourself up, which <laughs> is uh, another way of... It's, But it's great. It's, it's another way of moving forwards and staying positive. I guess. Well, I mean, I had a corporate booked for... Uh, a week and a half ago just before we went on lockdown like the weekend before um and they I had an email from them and I went obviously they're cancelling and they decided to do it over zoom so if you can just do your set from your living room that would be great and my first thought was absolute horror because corporates are awful anyway (laughs) and like the idea of doing it to absolute silence with a load of people on their computers just looking at you going well this comedian is terrible <laughs> it ended up being really lovely you could see yeah. them all yeah. um you know they were all muted but you could see them all going ah what a lovely novelty like <laughs> so it was fine in the end I hope we can all do more of this um for the next few months as long as it takes and then I think people will be clamoring for entertainment live entertainment mm-hmm. when they're eventually free <laughs> Yes, I agree. And I think it's good to be, I think you've you've picked up on something. I mean, even doing this podcast, we're being resourceful. And the whole thought behind this, we wanted to do something positive and uplifting and and be able to talk about some of the more difficult parts of this whole experience and this situation, you know, whether it's money or how it affects dating, which hopefully we'll have time to talk about as well. Um, But I think agile and being able to find new ways to keep going and to keep whether it's just for your own sanity or Mm. for for making content keeping your name out there because I think I think something that we don't really we feel like we can't say is that we all want to be remembered when this is this is over we still want to go back to work so putting content out for us is a way of saying guys I'm still you know I'm still here I'm going to be back I'm going to be back soon and I think you know that's that's good you know we all we're all grafters and we want to we want to just make sure we have a career to come back to and yeah. I think that's important um but to get the balance right so you don't mm. feel under pressure every day oh my god I've got to write a you know a, a, a long sitcom and a stage <laughs> play and this and everything else I do worry about some people being left behind with you know everything's got to be technologically perfect and edited and green screened and stuff actually Sue's your green screen work Albert Square and filmed that's what I did yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing <laughs> but I think it's good we don't want people to feel like just because they haven't got a great camera or a microphone or a setup at home that they can't do a great job here no no I've seen a few posts that say oh I'm really feeling overwhelmed and pressured to make stuff and I just don't feel like it and I I feel like that's absolutely fine like no one should judge anyone for not making stuff I feel like people should judge me for churning out too much bullshit (laughs) (laughs) if anything (laughs) but yeah sometimes you just don't feel like it 
Mm-hmm. It end. is actually it is surprisingly easy to just stick your your phone on yourself and just yeah. talk rubbish into a phone, and yeah. and that's what let's face it, that's what most people do and have yes. been doing for months and months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just have a lot more of it now. You so- know, you mentioned about um, not having makeup on, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and uh, obviously everyone's been chatting about how are they going to get the hair cut? What about oh, when the yeah. greys show through? Not that one <laughs> has any greys. But, um, you know, what I'm really enjoying at the moment is seeing celebrities looking like actual normal humans, yes. even on Instagram. It's lovely, but I'm a huge fan of Julia oh, I Roberts like anyway. Roberts, and yeah. just seeing her looking like normal. And you know what? Because people haven't got, they can't have makeup artists and hairdressers at the moment yes. because of the yeah. distance. So news readers, um, you know, I think there was something about, is it Susanna Reid yeah. who's on... Mm-hmm. One oh, of the yeah, morning programs with Piers Morgan. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she was getting she was getting trolled for looking too pretty on her home videos because she's just so naturally beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we all have that problem. But yeah. I think it's just Can't lovely because <laughs> I used to hate going on Instagram and seeing everyone yeah. filtered to the max. You know, we don't have access to hairstylists. I mean, you know, I do. She's downstairs. But, <laughs> um, it's quite refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, I actually cut my daughter's fringe. <laughs> That is oh, very myself. Check it out. Do you know how you do it? You don't snip that way. You snip upwards. Oh, up yes. Along. Okay. Up yeah. and along. Up and along. That's a very good beauty... tip. Thank you. Up and along. How's the beauty regime going for you two? Uh, I, I do <laughs> my own hair anyway. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, I dye my own hair. I mean, I was bleaching it all last year, so I'm glad I'm not under that sort of pressure anymore I'm back to my natural color but yeah I just um I don't think I think I go to a hairdresser once every two years and they shout I feel like you're way more prepared (laughs) you're way more prepared for the apocalypse than than any of us were and I feel a little bit gel I've obviously just been I've I've just never got any money so I just kind of I'm like I'm like oh wow no no money no auditions what a twist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Harriet is one fake lashing fake nailing what's one doing at the moment well I very rarely do either of those things um because I you know I play guitar so I can't have fake nails and sure. also the, the hair is might be interesting because I like Lynn don't like long hair like I, I think <laughs> I'm allergic to my own hair it's really fab uh and so as if it gets long, I'm thinking what I'll have to do. My boyfriend has a, a set of, uh, what are they called? Buzzers? I was going to say shears. <laughs> yeah, garden shears. <laughs> no, it's not like, you know, the, the, yeah. the oh, yeah, yeah. razor, yeah. like a razor. Right. Is it? Yeah, I think you're right. It's called something cl- else. Clippers. Oh, God, clippers. 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 That's what they're Thank called. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, oh. Well, we've got a set of those for humans. And so you might see me with an actual buzz cut. <gasps> That's exciting. Uh, very, uh, who did that? Brittany? Yeah. I was just going to say, isn't it tempting to just do a Brittany right now? Very. Just to see. I, I've always wanted to know what my head would look like. <laughs> I know I've got a really dodgy dodgy head shape, though. So I'm yeah, not sure. I've not, I'm not going to do a Brittany. I would look. <laughs> when I had look. short hair... My my nickname was Myra Hindley. Oh no! Myra Hindley. Oh my god! So definitely not going to do Myra that Hindley. again. Yeah. That is so 
No. I think as you get older, it gets more difficult as well. So, and are we discerning own. between nightwear and daywear at the moment? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a naked sleeper, so oh. I, am, I am having to put some clothes on during the day. Uh, <laughs> you can't see your body. Actually, you could be naked. I'm a, I'm wearing oh, a, no, no, no. You've got a, you've got I'm wearing a jumper, which might be quite offensive. It says I am okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally um, not brand here. But I don't, I don't wear it outside because I feel like it would just be, you know, like bragging. Like, I'm, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> might get I am got tired. <laughs> and how about you, Suze? What's your what's your um, wardrobe oh, like that these days? Like, um, I've had to do a couple of... Uh, videos where I have to be vaguely presentable and it's great because I can wear pajama trousers and just a nice top or I like had to do a gig on Saturday night from my living room obviously and it's a gig I do every Saturday it's really glitzy so I wore my full (laughs) sequins full lashes hair makeup the lot but I just had bare feet and I kept treading on cat biscuits (laughs) (laughs) that were just on the floor and just out of shot was do, the litter can we, tray. Just, can we just explain that you do actually have cats you've not <laughs> yeah. got so desperate for food <laughs> you've gone out and bought yourself some yeah cats. I've got I've got two cats and just out of shot was their litter tray and their food so uh, yeah. it was, it was <laughs> sort of homely. glamour from the knees up <laughs> well like like a news reader kind <laughs> yeah. of thing yeah I love it yeah so um Harriet, something you mentioned before was that you were very grateful to still have your job. And I thought that was really lovely because um, I, I'm a big fan of gratitudes in general. It feels really silly when you're doing it. But actually, afterwards, you think, um, yeah, maybe it's not so bad. Um, <laughs> I think we finish up now. But I just wanted to get a couple of little elements of gratitude from you. So what 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 do you guys feel grateful for at the moment? I know it's hard to... And it feels um, weird to say that we're, we're grateful for anything. But what would you say you're grateful for right now? I'm, uh, I'll start. Uh, I'm grateful for, yeah, what I said earlier about like not having to worry about money at the moment. Really grateful for that. Um, and I'm grateful that I have such a lovely person to live with. It's brilliant. Everyone should get one. <laughs> well, not your one, because that would be um, <laughs> a similar one. <laughs> <laughs> and Suze? Uh, I'm grateful i'm grateful that um socialism's getting quite fashionable <laughs> like gotta take the the, the the i i've been yeah i mean this is positive um i've been really struggling since early december i've been having a really bad time i didn't know how things out there were going to get we're going to get any better and what's happening now is awful and i hope that we as a society, learn something by the end of it and things get a bit better out there because I, I didn't like... We were heading for RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now yeah, I think yeah. maybe... I think there are lessons that will be learned by this. Yeah, I totally agree. I agree on Not that. Not very funny, is it? But I don't know. Woozle, no, I don't think... We don't, just because we're funny women, we don't have to be funny all the time. I <laughs> no, think my audience um, agree. But when women always have to be... Women always have to be one thing, yeah. don't we? We always have to be either you're a sexy woman or a yeah. funny woman or this or that. We're all of these things all the time. Exactly. You know? well, people people always think I'm going to be funny. And, of course, I am always a massive disappointment. <laughs> so so that helps. We love you, Liz. Are you grateful for that, Liz? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm very grateful to everybody, particularly to the close-knit funny women team who have all been 
brilliant and just I mean to get the awards up and running Mm. uh has not is not an overnight job you know there's quite a lot involved yeah and they've been great and they've got no guarantees about anything so I'm particularly pleased that they (laughs) stood Mm. by me and I'm Mm -hmm. hoping they are great I can hope hopefully make it work for them as well it's really Mm. important fingers crossed yeah we will I'm definitely grateful that um, I think just innovation at the moment is really wonderful. And whether that's on a human level, people being uh, innovative with their, the way that they deal with others or being empathetic, you know, the way that companies are coming forward and restructuring companies who, Mm. um, or hairdressing salons that had loads of gloves and they're thinking, hang on a minute, um, I can actually send those to the NHS or whatever just trying to think outside of the box and and not put yourself at the center of that I think this is really made me feel grateful that's Mm. kind of on a humanity level and I think um yeah just just the levels of empathy really in general and just seeing rainbows in people's windows I love that the last thing I wanted to ask you ladies Mm. what have you personally panic bought this week I panicked bought a grow bag to try and get some potatoes uh, going. But so, so with everybody else right now, and it was really yeah. hard. And I had to read up about how to grow potatoes, and it was so boring. And I thought, oh, this is why I've never, never done this boring. before. Yeah. So You'd yeah. think it would just be put other potatoes <laughs> in the ground. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. what yeah. I thought. Yeah, I've seen the Martian. I know what goes on. <laughs> <laughs> and Suze, what have you panic bought this week? Um, because I'm having to do these gigs on Saturday nights, I bought some, you know, foil um, metallic yeah. curtains like you'd saw in a 90s takeaway. <laughs> I bought them and stuck them up on my curtain rails <laughs> behind me and it, it looked like shit, but oh. it was sort of perfect for the crap gig we were doing online. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's a brilliant panic Panic buying takeaway curtain. <laughs> um, really boring. I haven't really panic bought anything. Uh Except it's been, I'm a celiac, just to add that to the, to the mix. And uh, people have been panic buying our pasta. Oh, I've got the same problem. Uh, and I couldn't oh, find any in the shops. No. So um, we panic bought some on Amazon. So we had to buy them off like normal Amazon, which doesn't sell much food. So so we've just got this really strange looking green gnocchi. that was like the only thing we could buy. But it's, it's great. Love a bit of gnocchi when I can get it. So, um, yeah. They need to stay away from your pasta, though, Harriet. Yeah. Hopefully, I know. Oh, they listen yeah. to this, it's annoying. they'll know. But thank you so much, ladies. You've been listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, and I have been your host, Alexis Strum. Thank you so much to Suze and Harriet, and of course to Lynn. And do check out funnywomen.com for more information about the awards and all the activities they've got going on. If you want to find out more about me, go to thetimeialmost.com, where you really won't find any pictures of my broken toe i promise please subscribe marry and share this podcast go on share it with your mates go on stay funny and stay safe